Hey everyone, Michael here. Real quick, for those of you that didn't listen to the most recent update that I posted the other day, that talks about why the finale has been delayed. That update also mentioned upcoming minisodes, one of which is the one you're about to listen to right now. And then over the course of the next two weeks, there will be two more minisodes, both of which directly tie into and lead up to the finale. And then part one of the finale will premiere. So that'll be in three weeks. So as my way of apologizing to you for the delay and to keep you occupied until the finale premieres, I've made a few minisodes for you. I hope you enjoy. Greetings, listeners. Hope y'all are doing all right. I'm just sitting out here in the dog snout wilderness, kicking back by a nice warm fire, listening to the sounds of the universe as they swell around me. I figure I might as well enjoy the splendor of nature while I still can. You see, Dog Snout County is experiencing an infestation of insects on an astronomical level. Things have gotten so intense that Mayor Mama and Sheriff Bo are considering implementing a town-wide quarantine. <sighs> so, I thought I'd get one last campfire in before I'm confined to the studio indefinitely. But I came prepared, brought plenty of uh, bug repellent with me, and made sure to get the kind that's just chock full of DEET, just to be extra safe. Even got myself a little Venus flytrap to help pick off the stragglers. Strange plants, Venus flytraps. I know all plants are technically living, breathing creatures, but something about watching a plant open a mouth-like bulb and swallow up a bug, it's when it hits you. I myself am a big fan of devouring living creatures as they wiggle around squirming in pain. We've got a lot in common, this Venus flytrap and I. Honestly, I've come to see this little beauty as more of a pet than a common house plant. Even gave her a name, Venus. Seemed appropriate. I don't know if it's the impending doom coming our way, the threat of Dog Snout County facing total and utter destruction or just the effect of being surrounded by Mother Nature. But I've been catching my mind wandering into the past as of late. You might not know this, but I've known a lot of folks here in town since I was just a little baby. Ah, to be an infant again, sucking on my mother's teeth. Her hitting me with a fly swatter every seven seconds just to stop me from chewing her nipples off. Some folks say being a cannibal is a choice, but shoot. I had a taste for human flesh right out of the gate. The gate being my mother's vagina. I can't help the way I was born. Hell, I was practicing cannibalism even before I was born. Apparently, my mother was pregnant with twins and um, one day, suddenly, my twin didn't show up on the, what you call it, that there uh, ultrasound. Doctors thought that you know, maybe I absorbed him, but turns out I, I just straight up ate him. And doctors had to do an emergency C-section to get me out of my mother because I chewed through the uh, amniotic sac and started nibbling on her uterine wall. Uh, they say you don't remember anything from before you were born, but I sure as shoot remember the taste of that uterine tissue. 
been chasing that high ever since. Anyways, where was I? Oh, right. Talking about going way back with the folks in town. Now, it might surprise you to know that Gary and I haven't really known each other all that long. I mean, I knew of him, of course. He was a pretty big name in these parts, but it wasn't until I brought him on as my weather mutant that we really came to know each other on a deeper level. And we just hit it off. Yeah. Uh, Kingport, too. He's quite a bit younger than I am, so we never really ran with the same crowd. Well, I, I take that back. We did run with the same crowd once, albeit briefly. It was about ten years ago. A group of religious celibate virgins came to Dogsnout County to try and convert us to their religious ways. But that's not the crowd we ran with. No, the crowd we ran with was the crowd of cannibals flocking to the virgins to feast on their flesh. Nothing gets a cannibal drooling like fresh, pure, virgin meat. Team Pork and I did form quite a bond that day. See, I was uh, hunched over a preacher, feasting on his entrails as he watched. Uh, not King Pork. I mean, the preacher was watching me as I feasted on his organs. Guess the adrenaline kept him alive. Boy, you should have seen the look on his face. <laughs> you know how sometimes you think of something witty that you should have said in a situation? long after the opportunity has passed. What I wish I had done is taken a bite out of that preacher's intestines, turned to him with his blood dripping from my mouth, and said, Where's your God now? Boy, that would have been perfect. But you never think of these things in the moment. Hindsight is twenty-twenty, as they say. It's hard to muster up cinematic quips when you're just so excited to be eating fresh human gore. Anyways, I had eaten so much of that preacher that I was just stuffed full. But there was so much of him left. Kidneys, his pancreas, his liver. I didn't want to waste all that good meat. But I had nothing to carry it home in. I was trying to gather it all up in my arms, but it was just slipping and sliding all over the place. And then King Pork, bless his heart, saw me struggling and came up to me and handed me a doggy bag, which in reality was just a bag that was made out of the pelt of an actual dog that he had skinned earlier. And before that, I just thought King Pork was a simpleton, just a big fat buffoon running around in a dirty diaper wearing a pig head as a mask with a tiny little crown atop his head. But that day, I caught a glimpse under that pig mask, and what I saw was a kind, Karen Cannibal, who looks out for his heathen brothers. Christ, now how did I get off on that tangent? Oh, right, talking about old friends. Now, some of your favorite characters and I have known each other since, shoot, elementary school. Nickel Smarts, the evil clown, Bagman. Yeah, we got quite a history together. I don't dive into childhood memories all too much. Try to live in the moment, you know? That's how come I like killing so much. Because nothing keeps you in the moment more than forcing someone else into their final moments with your bare hands. But sometimes, it's fun to reminisce. I remember this one time back in kindergarten, Bagman and I were playing on the swing set. 
My boy, I miss that swing set. The swings were actually human rib cages you'd sit inside of, you know, to keep the kids from slipping through. And then they were strung up to the pole with uh, human spinal cords. I used to nibble on the cartilage while Bagman pushed me. Boy, if Mr. Gaffney would have caught me doing that, there would have been hell to pay. And Mr. Gaffney was the janitor. He was actually a really nice guy, always smiling. But now that I think back on it, uh, I don't think he was smiling at all. I think somebody had chewed his lips off at one point, so he just always had a big toothy grin spread across his face. Anyways, like I says, he, he always seemed nice. But I remember this one time this boy named Teddy clogged one of the toilets with paper towels and poor Mr. Gaffney was in that bathroom all day trying to clean up that clog. Following morning, Teddy didn't show up to school. We figured he was just sick or playing hooky, but during recess, we saw Mr. Gaffney come out of the woods, covered in dirt, a shovel slung over his shoulder sauntering out of the foliage with that eternal grin on his face. We never could prove that Mr. Gaffney killed Teddy and buried him out in the woods, but we knew the truth. Makes you wonder, all those kids that supposedly moved away or transferred to another school, did they really? Or was Mr. Gaffney just burying them all on the outskirts of the schoolyard? You know, come to think of it, there are no other schools in Dog Snout County, so those kids couldn't have been transferring. Oh, Christ, I'm getting lost in the weeds again. Sorry, folks. Uh, where was I? What was I saying? Oh, right, right, right. The swing set. Bagman. Yeah, so Bagman and I were playing on the swing set just minding our own business when this big brute of a kid by the name of Tommy McDougal came up and tore Bagman's bag off his head. I don't know if you know this, but Bagman is terribly deformed due to his family growing up near the power plant. I was one of Bagman's closest friends, and even I had never seen his face before. It was a... It was a shocking sight, to say the least. And all the kids were pointing and laughing at him, Bagman jumping up and down, trying to snatch the bag out of Tommy's hand. Poor little lumpy kid. Eventually, Tommy gave the bag back to Bagman and walked away. But Bagman was furious. Tears of rage pouring from his lopsided eyes, streaming down his lumpy, misshapen cheeks. I tried to calm him down, quell the fury in his soul. But something just came over him. He ran up behind Tommy and put that bag over his head. Started pulling on the drawstring, strangling him like... We tried to get Bagman off of him, but he was like a rabid animal. Not even the lunch mom could wrangle him. Eventually, Bagman pulled that drawstring so tight, Tommy's head ripped clean off. It was like the bag had just swallowed it up. Bagman caught hell for that one. Ended up getting detention for a week, if I recall. But on the bright side, we did end up with a new head to use for kickball, so that was fun. And of course, there's Nickel Smarts. Had some wild times with him back in school. He was the class clown. No surprise there. And boy, did he... Wait. Hang on, folks. I see something in the distance. Oh, wow. 
It's a big young buck just prancing through the tall grass. Wait, he's stopping. Oh, perfect. Good thing I brought my rifle with me. Steady. Steady now. <laughs> yes, I got him. Oh, I hope there's more around. Maybe with a bit of luck I can nab me a doe. A Jane Doe, to be specific. Anyways, friends, I, I better go put this young buck out of his misery and stop him from screaming before the Poskunkoon shows up and snatches up my kill. I guess I'll have to save the nickel smart stories for another fireside chat. If we ever get to have another one. Y'all have a great night now.